I'm Dr. Laura Murillo, President and CEO of the Houston Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Happy to be here with you today on CUBE. With us today, none other than Tony Chase. As you know, we're highlighting Houston legends, and he certainly is one of them. Let's visit with him, learn more about his history, and also all the many contributions he's made to our great city, Houston. Tony, thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me. Well, it's been a pleasure working with you over the years and seeing the many projects that you've been affiliated with. Of course, your career trajectory, something that's very impressive. You come from a history of a family members that have done just incredible work. So let's tell everyone a little bit about Tony Chase and, and what brought you here today. Sure. Um, well, I'm lifelong Houstonian. Uh, my dad uh, was an architect here. He actually came to Texas in 1950 as part of a Supreme Court lawsuit against the University of Texas to integrate the school. He entered UT in the fall of 1951 uh, as the first black student there. And I uh, met my mom who grew up in Austin. Mm -hmm. uh, he couldn't live on campus because of um, the rules, uh, segregation, the laws at the time. So he lived in East Austin and met my mom where, where she grew up. Mm -hmm. And um, he moved to Houston after he got his degree in architecture and became the first black architect in the state. And I uh, had my brother and then me and my sister. And, um, and, and that was kind of it. He had a great practice and he was a big believer in Houston and, and, uh, and the growth and and what it could be, and he turned out to be prophetic. Well, and certainly uh, left a great legacy here in Houston and Austin, and uh, then certainly you've continued with that and your children and your family. For folks that don't know, tell them a little bit about your upbringing, your study, what you're doing here in, in the great city of Houston. Sure, sure. I went to public schools mm -hmm. here in Houston. Um, my mother taught in HISD for 30 years, and and uh, so I feel like I went to school during the daytime and came home and went to school at night. Yeah. What did she teach? She taught third grade. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it was great. And then uh, I left Houston to go to Harvard College uh, and, and stayed um, in Cambridge to go to Harvard Law School and Harvard Business School. After I graduated, I worked in New York for an investment banking firm for about seven or eight years, and then I came back to Houston and started teaching law at the University of Houston Law Center, where I still, where I got tenure, and I still teach today. But I, after I got tenure, uh, after three or four years at the law center, I started doing entrepreneurial things and bought a radio station, and then started Cricket, uh, the mobile phone service, and sold it to Qualcomm. Started another company called Chasecom and sold it to AT and T. And, uh, and finally do what I do today, which is to own and operate a staffing firm called Chase Source. I own the Marriott Hotel out at George Bush Airport, and as well as a car dealership and some other mm -hmm. smaller investments. So how do you keep up with all of this? Um, you know, surround myself with great people yeah. and, um, and also try to, you know, my mom, my dad passed away in 2012. I miss him every day. But my mom is uh, is alive and kicking and doing well. And so, and my brother and sister and I try to stay close to her and and um, and just try to stay close to family and community. 
Yeah. So with all of these projects that you have going on and, and opportunities that I'm sure come your way, what has been key for your success in your mind? What are some of the, the things that have really helped you become successful? <clears throat> That's a great question. I feel like I've had every advantage, you know, with parents who care and um, in a city that, you know, I feel like Houston there's no better, I've been all around the world now, and there's no better place in Houston. People are great, and mm -hmm. um, so I, you know, I feel like if you, Houston's a place where if you um, put your best foot forward and, and um, are creative, work hard, you get rewarded for that. Um, no more secret recipe than that. Yeah. And your children, tell us a little bit about how you've been able to um, instill in them perhaps some of the lessons you've learned from your parents. Well, I'm not sure I have been. <laughs> no, that's not true. I, you know, they're great. I've got three. Uh, I've got a biological child uh, who's 29 and he's great. He's got a good job and, you know, he's off the payroll, so to speak. And uh, he's a good boy. He really, really is. And his name is Asa. And then I've got uh, two kids that we adopted, um, each as infants. A boy who's 15, who's a, a sophomore at Lamar, and a girl who's 11. And he's from the Kingdom of Jordan. And a, a girl who's 11, who's from Africa, and uh, she's at St. John's. Good kids. They're great. Yeah. It sounds like it sounds yeah. like they're good kids, and uh, it sounds like you're enjoying uh, being a father and a parent to them. They're expensive. Yes, they are. I yeah. know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. So on that note, we'll be right back. Houston Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Through advocacy, the chamber represents the economic and civic interests of more than 90,000 Hispanic-owned businesses across the region. Learn more at HoustonHispanicChamber.com. On behalf of the Houston Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, we want to congratulate Tony Chase for being among the selected for all of his work in Houston and in our community and for serving as a role model for so many, especially in the area of business. Tony, it's amazing to me that you found the time, you've made the time on top of all of your business endeavors, your family, and uh, all the things you do to still be a, a very important part of our city, uh, serving on the Greater Houston Partnerships, serving on the Board of Houston Endowment to name just a couple. Um, tell us why that's important and, and what are some of the things that you're proudest of that you've been able to accomplish as a community leader? I think it's important to be involved in the community. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's really important and, and it's, it's self-interested too. It, you know, by having um, a, a good understanding of what's going on day to day, um, by having better schools, by having safer neighborhoods, uh, it makes it a good place for to attract employees to 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 come to Houston, to come to work. Um, I, I think civic everybody's got a part in it. You know, there's nobody who gets a pass. Mm -hmm. uh, we should all, you know, put our shoulder behind the wheel and make make it a better place. And I think that's one of the things that's unique about Houston that. Everybody seems 
to do that? Well, everyone seems to step up, right? Whether it's a hurricane relief or trying to bring the Super Bowl to Houston. I know right now Houston's bidding on the World Cup, which is in 2026. Uh, so many opportunities for people to serve. What advice do you have for people who are young that perhaps are not engaged and they're just you know, trying to take care of their families, trying to work? How can they make time? How do they make sure this is part of their legacy? Well, you know, when I, um, when I have the opportunity to talk to, to kids, um, I usually make sure to tell them a couple of things. One is to make sure to remember that a, a first impressions are really important. Mm -hmm. and, um, and you never know mm -hmm. uh, what, what, who, who you might meet and what that might mean in your life. So, so really put your best foot forward at all times. Um, and the second thing is really just to, to be prepared because miracles happen all the time. They happen every day. They happen when we least expect them. The one thing that seems clear to me in my life is that I never knew the miracle was going to happen right before it happened. So you have to be ready. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I tell kids. Yeah, stay focused and keep working hard. That's it. Yeah. So uh, people say, oh, well, that's, that's really good. And, oh, you, you're so lucky. And I, I've always said, you know, the more you work, the luckier you seem to get. Yeah. And, and you certainly yep. worked very hard. And for you, for Houston, what is something that you think we have the opportunity to do that we've not done yet here in Houston? What's still out there? Oh, there's so much. There's just so much. Houston really is the city of America's future, right? You look at the profile of Houston and ethnically, demographically, we, we are the city of America's future more than any other city in America. And, and so what we really have to do is to, is to work collectively, collaboratively to show people how it's done, yeah. how it should be done. I mean, we, we have to improve the quality of our schools. I think it's an embarrassment, frankly, mm -hmm. our public school situation today, we, we didn't have to be that way. Um, we have to improve the quality of our mobility. We have to um, do the things that make us, that'll put us in the, in the lead and in the forefront. Like for example, at the port, I mean, our port is, is, is the second largest uh, port in foreign tonnage in America, but you know, frankly, it could even be better. And I think Rick Campo, by the way, will make it better. Um, but those are the things. We have to underscore our strengths and improve on our weaknesses, and we'll be, we'll be fine. Yes, well, we seem to be on the right trajectory for sure. A lot of people watching us uh, would like to start businesses, would like to find the opportunity to get out of maybe a corporate setting or a job. Help them, give them some advice that will help them take that leap of faith. You've had so many businesses. I would imagine someone like you, while we hear all of the great success, there have to have been times when it didn't work out or it was a struggle. What do you say to those folks that are contemplating starting a business? Well, you know, Laura, you, may, you hit the nail right on the head. I mean, it's really tenacity and persistence mm -hmm. um, and understanding when something's not working out, getting out of it early enough that it doesn't put you out forever. Um, because all of us, you know, in the business world, and you know this, have, have become involved in ventures that just didn't work. And um, that, that's, that always happens. So that's the, not the, the, you know, the key to a successful entrepreneur is one who, um, 
who really understands how to how to work with people mm -hmm. because nobody can do it by themselves. Mm -hmm. uh, they're more. Uh, there's more money out there than there are good ideas and good people to work those ideas. And you have to keep that in mind because um, a lot of times, you know, people need capital to make their uh, ideas come into reality. And that capital is out there. Um, if, they, if they're able to actually get around and show people uh, who they are and what they can do, they'll get funded. Yes. Do your homework and find the right people to partner with. Yep. Very good. Well, Tony Chase, thank you and congratulations on being named as one of our Houston legends. So impressed by everything that you do and thank you for always being there for the Houston Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. You too, Laura. Thank you. Appreciate it.